What is up, Smash Squad? Welcome back to this week's episode. I'm your host, Ashley Randall, and this is Smash Talk. Smash Squad, what is up? Welcome back. I am so excited to have you here on this Wednesday. It is a beautiful day here in Denver, and I have got some good information for you. Today, we are going to jump right into it. No fluff, no nothing. We're going to get down to business. I am sharing with you today four reasons why you are probably not seeing the results in the gym and or in your physical body that you want to be seeing, okay? There is nothing more frustrating than thinking that you're following macros, thinking that you're eating right, thinking that you're doing the right workout and not seeing the results that you want, okay? So let's get down to business. The first reason that you are probably not seeing results that you want based on your workout alone is you are most likely not doing progressive overload. Progressive overload is absolutely crucial for strength training and for physically changing your body composition. You guys have heard me talk before about HIIT classes and how not great they can be for a everyday style workout. They can cause a lot of stress on your body and your joints. They can cause you to stay fluffy and kind of feel not as lean as you would like. And they don't allow you to build any muscle because you spend all your time just hopping around out of breath. So progressive overload is where you are following a strategic strength training program. Doesn't mean you're a bodybuilder. Doesn't mean you gotta go in there and get all kinds of crazy in the gym. It means you're following a structure. You are doing a couple continual lifts week after week where you can really see your progress and you're lifting heavier. So for example, let's say you're doing bicep curls and you're starting with 20 pound bicep curls and you can do 10 of those. Then you go on, you do the other set, you come back next round, bicep curls again. You pick up the 25s or the 22s and maybe you're only able to do eight of those, okay? Then next round, you come back, you pick up the barbell, I mean the bicep curl again. You go back, you're only able to do maybe six now, but now you're up at 25 pounds. That is the perfect example of progressive overload. That is how you're going to tighten up your muscles, change your body composition. So get rid of fat and have your muscles show more, AKA the thing that everybody wants and doesn't really understand is saying they wanna look lean. That's how you look lean. You have to do progressive overload. If you're doing the same weight on your squats every single week for 10 to 15 reps, that's not progressive overload. You've got to figure out how to follow a program. And if you need help with that, shameless plug here, message me. That is exactly what I do. Inside Body Take Back and inside my 12-week course of Elevate, which is a barbell-focused program, I teach you exactly how to do that. Not only do I give you the program, all the recipes, all the workouts, all the workout videos, but I actually teach you how to do it on your own after the program, okay? So progressive overload is the number one thing you need to be doing to be seeing changes in the gym and with your body composition. Next one, in the same line as the workouts, you're doing too many workouts, too many different types, I should say, of workouts. Now, if you are wanting to get good at something, see changes in something, you're not gonna do seven different types of workouts. You're not gonna do yoga and Pilates and spin and hit and CrossFit. 
If you're truly trying to get better, let's say at yoga, then you're going to practice yoga on a daily or semi-daily basis, okay, to get really good at yoga. If you are training for a 100-mile bike ride, you're going to want to do strength training and you're going to want to ride the bike, okay? That's how you're going to get better at that. So if you're trying to get stronger in the gym, doing HIIT classes, doing all these group exercise things where you're only lifting for a few seconds, honestly, and before you have to put your weights down and transition to the next, that's not how you're going to get stronger and or change your body. Okay, so doing too many different types of workouts. Consistency is key. Consistency is key. I cannot stress that enough. Sometimes, yes, it can be a little boring, but the results are what's going to actually hook you. And I'm not saying you can't throw it in from time to time, throw in a spin class, throw in a yoga class, you know, throw in maybe your favorite group fitness class. But if you're trying to really see definition, build your butt, get nicer sculpted arms, following a strength training progressive overload program is what's going to get you that, not doing five different workouts throughout the week, especially if you're doing them at with different trainers at different locations. You know, one trainer's programming another way. The other class is focusing on this way. Like no one's really knowing what you're working on. You're just kind of bopping around from thing to thing. And if you guys haven't already, I highly encourage you to head over to my Instagram and take my quiz, my fitness spirit animal quiz, because this is a proven quiz to help show you exactly what your type of fitness needs are and what type of program you need to follow. So let's say you are someone who is a B, which is one of the archetypes in there. And if you're a B and you need that feeling of fluttering around and trying new things, well, then I have a program that will work for that. And I give you the tips and tools to help yourself go out into the world and find what works for a B, what works for someone who's a strong starter and then falls off the wagon, such as a bear. Again, go there, take this quiz, see what results you get, see what the feedback is. And then when you get that feedback, you can go and figure out what type of exercise or program, whether it's mine or someone else's, that is going to be best suited for you. But a bee and a bear, for example, they can't do the same workout because they're very different. There's just very different types and their strong suited fitness spirit animal inside of them is going to always be reprogramming them to something else. Okay, so that is definitely one that's really, really important. Know what your FSA is. Know what your fitness spirit animal is so that you know what type of workouts are going to work not only for your personality, but also how you're going to get the results you want. Okay, and another one that these two you're not going to like, so sorry. The third one is not giving it enough time. I cannot tell you how many times I hear from clients or people in general that are like, you know, I've been going to the gym for a month and like just nothing's happening. And when people say a month, you know, my first thought is, so how many days in that month did you go? Are you going two days a week? Are you going three days a week? Because let's just say you're going three days a week. That's 12 times. You're telling me something, you did something 12 times and you didn't see results. Would you expect the same thing if you took a foreign language class 12 times? Would you expect to have a massive improvement? 
would you expect to be able to go out and have like a full-blown dialogue? And on top of that, I'm saying, how much effort are you putting in in those 12 times? We go back to number two. How many different workouts did you do in those, you know, in that month, in those 12 days? Did you do consecutive workouts of an intense program that is specifically designed to yield the results you want? Or did you kind of do some cardio, kind of bop in here, kind of go to the gym, kind of do some abs, kind of do a spin class, kind of, no. You have to give it time and consistency. That is going to be so crucial, time and consistency. And, you know, I remind people that we didn't gain weight, we didn't lose muscle, we didn't any of these things in a month, in two months, in three months. Think about that. A lot of, you know, especially for a lot of the moms out there, you ladies grew a human inside of you for nine and 10 months. And then you took care of that human intensely for another nine or 10 months. So for you to say, oh, I should just be able to bounce back or, you know, it's been three months post baby, like give yourself time. Also, things are changing inside of you. Hormones are changing. Even for the non-moms out there, as we age, our hormones change. What worked for us in our 20s and maybe even our 30s isn't going to work for you in your 40s, in your 50s. It's not. So you have to take a look and say, okay, what can I be doing and how much more time and commitment should I be pouring into this? Another really important thing to remember is what level of fitness are you? If you're brand new at fitness, you're going to see results so much faster. It's just a given. It is just a given. Your body's never done it before. It's going to respond a lot faster. If you are someone who is well-trained or has been doing this for years and you're still wanting to make some changes in your body, it's going to take something more drastic. What you used to do is what you can do to maintain If you want to look different, if you want to be stronger, if you want some actual changes, then doing what you do to keep a maintenance isn't going to yield those big results, okay? So we have to think, how much time am I really giving this? How much effort am I really giving this? How much consistency am I really giving this? And at what level am I starting at? If your base level of fitness is like a seven out of a 10, then doing level eight isn't gonna yield results for a really long time. You're gonna have to bump your level up, your intensity, your training, your weights, whatever it is you're doing, to a higher level, to a nine, to a 10. That's when you're gonna start to see the results that you want. But if you're just doing a maintenance seven, then you're gonna stay at a seven. Does that make sense? I hope some of you listening are like nodding your head and you're like, oh, that makes sense. Because it's not that doing what you can do to maintain is bad. It's just that doing what you do to maintain isn't going to get you different results. Okay? Really, really remember that. And depending on the level of trained you are, you might need to push harder. Again, that's why you might need to say, hey, I need to follow a specific program right now. I need to really commit to this because what I'm doing isn't challenging me like it used to. It's not giving me the strain on my body that it used to. It's not giving me the results that it's used to. I need to switch this up. So hopefully that right there really resonates again with some of you. Last one, number four. And like I said, I'm keeping this hot and spicy today. This should have been a mic drop Monday, but I wanted to get it to you today. 
So number four is you're actually not eating in a deficit. So if you are trying to lose weight or you're trying to, again, trim down in any capacity like that, you're actually not in a deficit. And I hear this so often from my clients when they first start out with me. They'll say things like, I eat so good during the week, it's just sometimes on the weekend. Well, here's what I have to say about that. For a lot of people, the weekend starts on Friday. Either Friday morning, maybe there's something at the office, or Friday for lunch, or Friday happy hour, or Friday dinner. If we're going to go with that theory, that means Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That means potentially three days out of a seven-day week, you're telling me you're not tracking, you're not paying attention, you're mindlessly eating. That's almost 50%. Okay, that's not a good ratio. So for you to try to get it together Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, those four to four and a half days, that again is not enough to outdo what you're potentially doing in the weekend. So you're actually not in a deficit. The excessive calories that you're taking in on the weekend might not seem excessive, but if they're more than what you're trying to eat and trying to be in a cut, then it's too much. So again, if you're eating you know, the salad and you're eating the rice and you're measuring and you're really being good during the week, but you go and sabotage yourself Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then it's kind of like, what's the point? You've got, you know, you're half-assing it. You've got one foot in and one foot out. You're not fully living off plan and enjoying that life. And you're not fully committed to buckling down and seeing the changes and feeling the changes. You're half-assing it. And that is why you're not seeing a change because binging on the weekends is like erasing. It's like digging a hole during the week. You're like, I'm doing great. I'm in this deficit. I'm eating less calories so that I'm losing weight. And again, that's a whole nother conversation. You need to make sure that less calories is still supporting your basic metabolic needs, meaning you're still taking in enough calories to give your body the function it needs. 1,200 calories, ladies and gentlemen, is not enough. It's not enough, okay? To anybody out there who thinks that 12 to even 1,500 calories is enough, wrong. We got to work on that, okay? But besides that, if you are in a deficit, let's say you, you know, you're eating 300 calories less. You know, you're in a deficit, you're in a cut. Perfect. You'd say you're at 1,600 calories, And you do that so well, you know, you're eating your macros, you're hitting your numbers, you're hitting your protein, your carbs during the week, boom, everything's great. You're not starving. You're feeling amazing. And then Friday comes and then Saturday comes and then Sunday comes. And again, even if it's just a glass of wine or a beer or some dessert or this or that here or there, those hundreds of calories turn into thousands of calories. And that means that in a three to four day time period, you're now in a thousand plus calorie surplus. So come Monday, you're actually just trying to get rid of what you did Friday through Sunday. You're never actually making progress. You're just cutting off what you did Friday through Sunday. And you're just repeating that cycle. And that is exhausting. And some might say the definition of insanity, (laughs) doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And you're like, why isn't it working? Because it's not actually working. Okay. Those are my four tips, four tips for why you're not actually seeing results in the gym. You're not doing proper progressive overload or following a a structured program. 
you are doing too many different type of workouts, okay? Too many different type of workouts. Number three, you're not giving yourself enough time to really see the results. You're not being patient and you're not being consistent with the time and the effort. What you put in is what you get out. I guarantee it. I've seen it. I've seen it be so proven, so proven. I can tell when a client is committed and doing what they're doing, it physically shows immediately. And then I can also tell when the client is saying they're doing something and they, they're not getting any results. I'm like, well, you're not, you're, you're not. And it's physically visible to me. And number four is you're not in a true deficit. You are not in a true deficit and you're either binging or eating more calories than you need to be on the weekend, which is just shoveling dirt right back in the hole that you worked on all week. Okay. All right, guys, that's what I got for you on this Wednesday, keeping it short and sweet. Thank you, Smash Squad, for being here. If you guys have any questions about this type of stuff, message me. Hit me up on Instagram. If there's someone in your life that you think would benefit from this episode that is like, you know, can't seem to figure it out or is always complaining or telling you this or trying that and not seeing the results, give them this tidbit. Maybe it'll help them. Sometimes it helps to hear it from someone that we aren't super close with or we aren't competitive with or we aren't comparing ourselves with, okay? So please share the podcast, spread the love. That is the best way for me to grow this. Take a screenshot, put it up on Instagram, tell me what you liked about this episode or tag somebody in your story so that I can see that you shared it. That's how I know. Okay, guys, I hope you have a great Monday Smash Squad. Be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and I will see you when I see you.